welcome to another fantastic week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're here to talk to you about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. We always start off with a little bit of news and uh, we got a little bit this week. You want to take it away, Emily? Yes, I will have a booth at Art on Vine at Rheingeist Brewery in Cincinnati on March 13th. And I will be there from noon until 7 p.m. I have a bright pink, hot pink tablecloth. So if you're coming, look out for the hot pink tablecloth to find me. Uh, and it will be a fun time. I did it this past weekend and it was fun. There are other witchy vendors there, which I'll chat about a little bit in acquisitions later. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was cool. There were lots of cool local artists and uh, you, you get to drink beer while you walk around and shop and it's a fun time. Is it free admission? It's free admission. Wonderful. So you can just show up and shop. And if you want to buy stuff, you can. If not, you don't have to. But sounds like the uh, handmade items and beers are highly recommended. They are. Yes. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome. Well, that's all we got for news. So if we can just charge right into finished objects, we each finished something this week. Who's going to go first? I don't know. Yours is more exciting. I'll go first. first. Okay. I finished this ripple crop top for you. I'm so excited. I'm going to be so cute. I blocked it, but I didn't trim the ends. I I left like an inch of ends just to like tidy it up. So if you want to reblock it to dimensions you like better, then that'll be fine. I think it turned out really cute. I used all every last bit of the fiber or I mean the yarn that I spun. And I think it turned out really good. I'm so excited. I'm going to be so cute with my little purple crop top. Mm-hmm. I made Mr. Valkyrie try it on to see if it would fit. And I mean, I knew it would because of how it moved around the needles, but I think it's going to look really cute and yay. And yeah, you. the ripple crop top designed by Jesse May. And I knit it in some hand spun purple and it's um, like kind of barber pulled. And one strand was some Malabrigo Nube and the other strand that had a little more color to it was some mystery deep stash. Nice. I will take nice modeled pictures for you so you can share on your social media. You don't have to, but it would be appreciated. I want to. (laughs) What did you finish? I finished some socks because I did my citizenly duty and was an election officer for a special election here in town. So I was able to knit like all day on Tuesday. Nice. So these are my socks. Great. Yeah. These are the Queensland Perth socks that I was Mm -hmm. knitting which is like a color shifting yarn situation in Mm -hmm. Royal Botanical Gardens which has various pinks and greens going on and I think they turned out really nice Chad complimented my uh, heel choice color which was the big skein from my Alice in Wonderland advent that I used as the trim on the waxing moon big sample it's gray Mm -hmm. and it has like just little bits of red and green so it goes really nicely with this yarn uh, and these are going to be socks for my sister-in-law, probably for Gifmas. So they're just going to go in yieldy Gifmas pile. Nice. Um, how much of the sock did you knit on your volunteer day? Well, I so I also was at the show on uh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. So I knit a good chunk then. Um, I was probably like just past the gusset at the show and then mm-hmm. did the whole rest of the foot on Tuesday. Hmm. That's not too crazy. One time when I did a show, I knit nearly an entire sock. Yeah, yeah. The These show I happen. was 
the for a large chunk of the day I was pretty busy so um Mm -hmm. I knit more towards the end of the day at the show Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing that I worked on at the oh I got yarn stuck to my bag uh the other thing I worked on at the election day was this other version of the macaroon box shawl oh yay um so this guy it's looking good quite a bit done on it it's all kerfuffled but here it is so this is a crescent shaped shawl and it is plain stockinette with a nice garter border and it has little just like shots of the contrast mini skein uh garter stitch ripples going through it Mm -hmm. so i was where the stitch marker is at the beginning of the voting day so i got quite the chunk done on this wow nice Mm -hmm. nice i like that you took multiple projects with you Oh, you got it. Well, I knew I knew I was going to finish that sock because I just had Mm -hmm. the foot. I was like, there's no way I don't finish this. sock, (laughs) And I Mm -hmm. wove in all the ends of the sock while I was there. So, wow. Yeah, it was. a. You clearly did have a little time to kill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have one more project if you want me to just finish out. Sure. What I've been working on. And it's the LaFlorian socks. Yay! Those have been quite popular on our Instagrams. They are destroying the Instagram. They're inside out right now. Mm-hmm. Naturally. I gotta flip them. Flip, flip, flip. Ooh, it's so nice. Yeah. It's looking so good. Yeah, so these are really fun. I need to, I kind of have paused temporarily because I need to write what I'm going to do for the heel and gusset because I'm going to do some, like, something color worky in the gusset mm-hmm. to uh i have questions about this that i assume we'll do in office hours okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm curious but yeah this is the shadow facts and um tenuvial and mm-hmm. i think they look really nice together i think that's part of why it's blown up on instagram so much the yarn is really nice the color work is nice so mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are going, and I tried it on, and it's fitting really nice and everything. So awesome! Yay! Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also working on some kind of socks. Mm-hmm. I have a little more progress on my yoga socks with my million progress keepers. So many progress keepers. <laughs> yeah, I've made it to the increases for the for the calf. I'm doing the increases as per your witch's brew socks, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Just gonna keep on cruising on these. Nice. This is just my my board knitting now. So it just is what it is. It's basically just a sock without a heel or a toe, and I did ribbing throughout the whole bottom part. I think they're funny. I can't wait to have some scrunchy, cozy yoga socks. Nice. Oh yeah, I'm knitting these in some Haverland on the Sodderly sock base, and it is the Starship Troopers themed one. It's called Bug Hunt at Outpost Nine, and I love it. Yay. And then I too am working with some Queensland I'm using the rustic tweed that has been in my stash for a while. And I cast on your comfort zone hat. Oh, it's got some so cables going on now. I know. I was really excited to get to the cabled part. The cable part so, goes really quick. Yeah, it's kind of addicting. I haven't had much knitting time, but I was actually having to really focus on the 
uh, ribbing because it's not standard ribbing on the bottom. It totally makes sense. Like what the rib and the ribbing like works really satisfyingly into the cables, but I just really had to focus on the, the ribbing actually kind of more than the, um, cables almost. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just about one full pattern repeat into the cables. Nice. And I did, cause I like a nice, uh, brim and I wanted to use up as much of this skein of yarn as I could. I did a, um, I did 30 rows of the ribbing. Nice. And then I'm going to do the recommended amount of cabling for the slouchy version Mm -hmm. because I'm doing mine on smaller yarn and then see where I'm at the crown decreases, but I think it's looking really nice. I think it's going to fit. I've already put the ribbing part over my head. I think it's going to be real cozy. I think it's going to be like small adult size mm-hmm. or like, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. I think the sizing is nice and cozy and I'm really, I'm really digging this project. Yay. It's fun to have mm-hmm. a little quickie cable project. It really is. Oh man, that the rounds where you're doing cables to every stitch all the way around forever. They do take forever. They only happen every now and then though. Yeah. Yeah. No, the rest of it goes really fast and I've nearly got the pattern memorized. So that's great. I'm jazzed on this. (laughs) Bring it on my tiny twists because I'm an animal. (laughs) They're so bunched up. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little bunched up. I don't mind it. It's fine. I have a really, really, really loose gauge. So I'm doing it on various and I'm doing smaller yarn. So I'm doing it on small needles. Nice. But if anybody has the tiny twists the, from the Chiagu tiny twists, I'm doing it on the largest tips, on the largest size, on the largest cable. So it's not like I'm doing this on like a nine inch circular or anything. Right. I can fit both of my hands in here. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I've been knitting on. I have a task for us before we move on to acquisitions, which is that I finished a pair of socks and I haven't started knitting a new pair of socks yet. So mm-hmm. I have some sock yarn choices for you. Mm-hmm. So I have this Felici, mm-hmm. which is fun, bright blue and like some orange and yellow and light pink colors. And it's called Game mm-hmm. Over. And I suspect that it is BMO from Adventure Time Inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, and these would be for my friend Trevin socks. Mm-hmm. And I have this contrast. The, hmm. the saxophone yeah. player? Yeah, the one that you attended his engagement while you were here. <laughs> Remember your friends. Yeah. Uh, so, And I have this other random nitpick stroll that I got from a pattern I designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget. I think it's called it's called a bird name. It might be like Nightwing. I don't remember. Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that would be the contrast. I have oh. this skein of Javol mm-hmm. in uh, like purplies. Uh, that would be for me because mm-hmm. I want socks in this yarn because I make Chad socks in this yarn all the time. Mm-hmm. I have this skein of Teeny Button Studio that's been in my mm-hmm. stash for 8 million years in 3 a.m. on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. Uh that I think would be gift my socks for my aunt. And I have this Appa ball that would be for Chad. I mean, Mardi Gras is coming up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's it's in the beginning of March, just saying. That is festive. It is timely. I had not considered that. 
I'm a big enjoyer of Mardi Gras having grown up in the Gulf. And by a big enjoyer of Mardi Gras, I mean, I like king cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. One, somebody in my knit group, like many, many years ago, gave me a little plastic, like, I don't know if it's plastic, but some sort of special plastic, the little baby that goes in the cake. And mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love having a little cake baby. Yep. When I, back in the day, so fun fact, Kitty with a Cupcake comes from, I used to sell like cupcake toppers and like cupcake liners on Etsy. And uh, I sold those babies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the cake babies. I had just like bags of naked babies. What, whatever happened to the bags of naked babies? I mean, I sold them and stopped selling that kind of stuff. Okay. Just curious mm-hmm. if you had leftovers. I don't have any leftover naked babies. <laughs> that was one of the most popular items. They were not leftover when I closed that shop. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess uh, there's no real smooth transition, but we could talk about a cult corner now. I have stuff that I acquired. Oh, right. Stuff. I stuff. forgot. Stuff. Yes. I, I uh, bought some things from Art on Vine when I was there. I met some cool artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Ronan Moore, who was my mm-hmm. neighbor. Um, she was at the booth next to me and she had cool art. Uh, here is her business card. Oh, neat. It's got a cute little elf person on there. And I bought some stickers from her. Uh, I got three stickers. I think I'm going to keep one and put the other in the like giveaway pile. Mm -hmm. So I got this cool blue person with a fun pink fro and like Mm -hmm. glitter earrings. I got this little like eyeball. Oh, that's nice. In really bright colors. I like that. I got this cute hot chocolate elf person Mm -hmm. with a big mug of hot chocolate and a fun goodness pink hair and she's got like knitwear on so this one i think will be good for a giveaway because of the knitwear i might have to go check them out and buy some stuff yeah her website is art house spelled like the german way Mm -hmm. illustration.com and she's also art house illustration and again that's house h-a-u-s uh on instagram so cool yeah, she definitely has like really fun bright colors and like witchy stuff. She had lots of like myth- like mythical creatures. Like she had some like succubi kind of art prints going on and she puts her art in like necklaces and stuff too. So mm-hmm. that was fun. And she gave me this cute little celestial bag for the stickers to nice. go in. So someone will get some stickers sometime. Nice. Yeah. And then the other person I met who was cool was Inski Paleo Art. This mm-hmm. is their little sticker card, which is like an agate slice. Ooh. And uh, she is a geologist and artist, and she mm-hmm. um, collects rocks, and she's collected rocks like all over the place and uses the rocks in her jewelry, and she sells uh like just crystals that you can buy and but it's cool because she has found all of the crystals that she's selling uh and she Mm -hmm. makes jewelry with all recycled and found parts so i got this cute little necklace oh look at that and it's just a little uh plain quartz that's like impaled Mm -hmm. on a little triangle because i love triangles you do triangles and i also got this teeny teeny tiny 
little pocket rock. And it's, it's just so small. The tiniest little piece of adventuring. And she mm-hmm. had a whole little box of teeny tiny pocket rocks. So I'm hoping that she's going to be at the March show too, because I'm going to harvest mm-hmm. more teeny tiny rocks from that box for you and my sister as like gift hoarding things. Nice. I didn't go over there until the end of the day. So I didn't like have a ton of time to look around, but I, I'm going to go back and get more stuff. <laughs> nice. Um, I love it. So those are my treasures from this weekend. They're true treasures. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Okay. So now we can actually do a cult corner because I know how our podcast runs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this week we're continuing our series that we're going to do throughout the year on the astrological signs and the constellations and the lore and everything around them. And like, I suppose we'll say this every time we're due. We are, astrology is not a big part of our witchy practices. We're just uh, people that are interested in in learning the basics yeah, and learn them with you. Learn along with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to start us off or shall I? Yeah. So we're talking about Pisces because it's Pisces season now, which is February 19th through March 20th. And it is the 12th sign in the Zodiac. So this is actually the end of the Zodiac cycle. And then we're going to start over next time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and it is a mutable water sign. And remember, we talked about last time mutable means it's like the at the end of a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. Makes sense. Pisces being watery and fishy and Neptune being the god of the ocean. Yep. Yep. And uh, Pisces is the Latin word for fishes. Fishes. Thus, the fishes sign. Uh, And it's one of the earliest zodiac signs that uh, has appeared in written record. There are there's a symbol of two fish uh, on an Egyptian coffin lid from 2300 BC. Yeah. So a lot of the mythology does have its roots in like Mesopotamian and Middle Eastern mythology, but we mostly know it from a Hellenistic point of view. But I thought it was interesting that the that the constellation of Pisces is usually always associated in the Greek world with uh, Aphrodite or Venus, which is her Roman name. Um, And she always uh, either escapes to and or is born from the sea. So she's got a strong association with the sea, which also indicates that her roots as a Greek and Roman goddess might have come from Greece's neighbors in the Near East, like Turkey and the Middle East and such. And there's a bunch of versions of the myth. Usually in all of them, there's like one of the monster gods. He's not like part of the Olympian gods. He's just one of the other ones. Typhus, he's like creepy and monstery. He's attacking Olympus. And either Aphrodite and Eros are either aided by in their escape by two fishes or transformed into two fishes and escape into the sea and are not eaten by the monster god. So that is how Pisces relates to Aphrodite. And I did see that there was a lot of like uh, Christian mythology associated with this uh, symbol too, but I didn't go into that. They love fish. (laughs) Yeah. Fisher of men, all that good stuff. Teach a man to fish, 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 miracles of fishes. You can go other places to learn about Christian mythology. Yeah, and in the symbol for the uh, constellation, the two fishes are facing in opposite directions, which kind of shows up in the like witchy 
uh, astrology meanings for Pisces. Uh, there's often a duality in the sign. Uh, like there are people who want to be really successful and driven, but they also like kind of just want to stay in bed and not do anything that day. And my overall impression reading about Pisces and their various traits is that they are the people who feel all the feels. They're very empathetic and good listeners, uh, super in tune with their emotions. They're romantic and they love to be in love, which probably comes from that Aphrodite association with the constellation, right? And they're compassionate because they're a water sign and a mutable water sign. They go with the flow um, and they can often have traits of other zodiac signs because they're like mutable zodiac signs are ones that can like kind of not have as strong of associations with their signs. And I have some famous Pisces written down as well. Um, Rihanna. Very nice. Victor Hugo. Mm -hmm. Nina Simone. Okay. Justin Bieber. Interesting. And Drew Barrymore. Mm -hmm. I did see. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear her come up on NPR lists off birthdays every now and then. Mm -hmm. I did see another one while I was Googling author um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez Mm -hmm. as well, who does write some very romantic stuff. Mm -hmm. Sad and deep, but romantic nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, talking about tarot signs. Or tarot sign connections because every uh, sign has a tarot card that's associated with it and the card for Pisces is the moon interesting mm-hmm. huh got that I would wa- have thought it would have water connection mm-hmm. I thought it might have been something in the cups that would have that was my thought too like maybe mm-hmm. something in the cup court cards but nope it's the moon interesting that's so cool mm-hmm. and a uh, fun little pop culture bit uh, in Nirvana's hearts, heart-shaped box, the first line of the song is, she eyes me like a Pisces when I am weak. So interesting. Fun, famous Pisces name drop. And Kurt Cobain was also a Pisces. Huh. That's super cool. I did have one weenie little uh, astrology fun fact. Uh, so apparently the stars in Pisces are not too bright. So there wasn't like anything crazy cool going on there. But apparently the constellation of Pisces has one like really identifiable spiral galaxy. Like there's lots of galaxies in Pisces, but one like really identifiable one that we can kind of see from earth flat on called Messier 74. And although this galaxy has billions of stars, because most galaxies do, this one has 10 stars that we know of that have known planets. Ah, fun. Mm -hmm. I just think that's neat. We can identify exoplanets. That is cool. Such clever monkeys. <laughs> we are looking at space. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have funny lists to read, which is CoStar had a list of best careers for Pisces. And in true oh, CoStar yeah. fashion, they're really weird. Uh, well, they, they start out normal and then they get really weird. Uh, so volunteer therapist. That's not a job. That's a volunteer. Curbside fortune teller. Amateur poet. Sad clown, <laughs> orb of light. How do I get that job? And vapor? It's it's oh. vapor with the question mark. So those sound like great jobs. <laughs> I mean, honestly, curbside fortune teller was the only thing on that list that is a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there were a couple volunteer opportunities and like freelance things, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, co-star, you silly bitch. <laughs> Did you figure out what your big three are science wise? No. We need to do that. Surely we're going to hit one before you figure it out. Do you know the city you were born in and the time you were born? Yeah, roughly. How, oh. how much do I have to know this? Okay. Yeah. Like we, down to we, the minute. Let's figure it out. Okay. Right now. Oh yeah. Okay. I should, we're going to figure out what my signs are. We're doing a live. Live on the podcast. Yes. Here we go. Wait, maybe, maybe I don't want these informations out on the internet. Can we pause this? Can I text them to uh, well, you? Let's let's pause recording and we'll come back okay. with the results. Okay. All right, we're back. We know things about Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. haven't missed any of Lauren's signs, so. Oh, are we just going to do those surprisingly when they come up? We could tell them now since we bothered them telling them we were going to do it, but it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just a big cancer. We we put in all the details. Well, we guessed on the the minutes of when I was born. I know which roughly, I do like, think we need day. the exact minutes to be. Totally I don't. Right. I don't know if I have my birth certificate, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We think but, she's a Cancer rising, mm-hmm. which is also her sun sign. Yeah, and double moon, down on the Cancer. Moon is in Aries, so and what are and tell everyone what you are now. Uh, I'm Virgo is my sun sign, and I am a Gemini rising and a Scorpio moon. Mm-hmm. I don't know what any of that means, but we're going to learn together. We are. We are. Nice. We talked nice. about what the difference between sun, moon, and rising is, I think, in uh, a little the, bit. the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go get We'll talk more about it, it when we hit some of ours, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been fun to learn about astrology together and pepper in a little bit of the lore and astronomy. Mm-hmm. It's great. We do have a little bit of promo this week. I am going to have a shop update on Sunday, March 6th, and that's going to be the uh, another Tolkien drop. I'm not going to show off the yarn this week. I'll show off the yarn next week, um, but it's going to be the last one in the uh, Hobbit colorways. So it's going to be the last of my Hobbit colorways. Come and check out the update on March 6th. Exciting. Mm-hmm. And I have a brand new pin that released this week. It's called Always Watching, and it's a Furby pin. Do you have it to show us? Uh, Yeah, I'll grab it. It's right here. It's really cute. I like it. <gasps> Look at that. There he is. He's a Furby. It's, it's a nice little turquoise spotted Furby. Yes, he's pastel. Dead eyes. He's got dead eyes. They're staring at you, and he's got like a little tattoo and uh, art inspired banner that says always watching going around him and he's kicking off my brand new totally 90s witch uh, pin collection which has a bunch of different 90s nostalgia inspired witchy things coming out he's the least witchy thing everything else is pretty directly witchy uh, mm-hmm. so that is coming out in March and I have a collaboration with Junk Yarn. There will be some yarn and uh, stitch markers and project bag kits happening. So keep your eyeballs out for that. Or you could go and be in our Patreon and get access to our office hours and you might know a little bit more about these things. This is true. (laughs) But if you're looking for any of these things around the internet, you can just pop on over to fibercoven.com. That'll give you links to our Patreon, our Discord, Emily's merch, my yarn, Emily's patterns, all that good stuff. And if you want to see Emily in person, where can you do it? 
at Art on Vine at Ryangeist on March 13th. And that's a Sunday? Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us, Kevin. And until next week, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye. Bye.